I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi guys, thank you for tuning in for what's going to be an exceptional conversation today with an absolutely beautiful friend of mine who is the co-founder alongside her husband of Wild at Heart Ministries. She's also a very loved and enjoyed international best-selling author and most importantly of all, she's a woman who completely loves Jesus and loves people and is passionate about helping all of us go deeper into experiencing his love. So welcome to this week's episode of Live Your Best Life. It's going to be amazing. Welcome to the conversation, Stacey Eldridge. Thank you so much. What an honor to get to be with you. Just a pure joy. So hello, everybody that's listening. It's so great to be with you too. I'm very excited to see where Holy Spirit takes the conversation today. So be expectant, guys. You know, just I, I have no doubt in my heart that you're going to experience more of his love and revelation today. Okay, so Stacy, I wanted to start when you and John were on the IMC on International Mentoring Community, and you said you talked about your second great awakening as a couple in your walk with Jesus. And my ears pricked up and I was like, wow, okay, we have to talk more about that. So what what happened to you? What was the second great awakening in your walk? Oh, it's oh so beautiful. And and even as you asked that, I'm realizing that there's been three awake, four, five, six. You just just the depth with God and the newness of His beauty and what's available to from Him with Him. But I'm going to tell about this one because this is just profound and um, life changing and available. So it was about. Um, Five years ago now, six years ago, I was with a friend and she mentioned to me that she had been at a retreat with a gal who, who just mentioned to her that she was learning a lot about ascending mm. and that it was so fresh to her that she, she wasn't ready to share about it because it was so intimate and personal. And I asked, do you mean ascending in prayer and then, and then praying from our victorious position in Christ where we're seated in the heavenlies? And she said, no, it's something else. So being curious, I found this woman's number <laughs> and asked, would you, would you be willing just to get together? I know you're not, you're not wanting to do a big gathering, but could we just get together and, and you um, share with me what you're learning? So mm. got together with her at her home. And as, as soon as I sit down in this beloved lover of God's room, I start crying because she loves Jesus so much. It, it was, it was like oil dripping off of her. I was just, it was just oil was dripping down. Wow. And so I said, whatever she has to tell me, I want mm -hmm. to learn. Yeah. So um, she was talking about ascending about encountering Jesus in the heavenlies, or as other people put it, as, as I've learned to put it, descending and, and mm -hmm. seeking in and meeting with Jesus in your heart, kind yeah. of different ways. Mm. So um, she led me in the time to go into the garden, just, just using Psalm 23 and, and marinating in his presence and seeing in a way that I had not seen 
visibly with my internal eyes before I wasn't making it up, but I was in the most beautiful place with Jesus. And he began to reveal to me more about what he meant with being my good shepherd, being my best friend. And I was just weeping. And so when it was, when we came back in the room, I was good, but okay. How, how do I begin to practice this? How do I, I need this life-giving resource on a daily basis. This is what is going to change my life Mm -hmm. and to to a new level. I've been walking with God for 40 years and I love him, but like other people, and we always hit places, I think, where you just become dissatisfied in a holy way and you know there's more. Yeah, yeah. And you just draws you deeper. Yes, draws you deeper. So I actually was able to take a year off. I took a sabbatical to press into Jesus's heart and to learn about communing with him and experiencing him. And she said, you might be interested in Liz Wright. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Is that how you came to me? It is. Wow. It is. So the first book wow. I got was Ecclesia. Yeah. Ecclesia. And I, I, um, I did it back to back, the study. Like I finished it and then just mm. started over again. And your encounters that you shared, they ushered me into encounters with Christ that uh, uh, breathtaking, breathtaking. So um, I I had the space to be able to, and I know this isn't everybody's opportunity, but I got to spend hours with Jesus every single day. And it changed the atmosphere of our home. You could feel the shift when you walked in. And um, to be able to, oh, oh, I would wake up in the morning so excited to meet with Jesus, like just I'm not a morning person. So this was a big yeah. shift. <laughs> yeah. Because he's there. Because he's already there. there he was waiting. He was so excited to meet with me. And and then so was I. And I'll tell you, another practice that I began at the same time was uh, taking communion every day. I just, you can get it from Amazon. Anyway, I just right. started just as a connection with Christ and receiving of communion of union and um and that has changed my life. The encountering, right? There's it's limitless. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. later on, if you want to hear any of the experiences, because they have yeah. been beautiful. Yeah, I know. I mean, and there was something that you were both you and John were talking about, and I loved the language that you used. That our hearts are now the outpost of Eden. We are all all millions of us all over the world are outposts of Eden. And of course, Eden means bliss and it's that restored state because we're the temple now, aren't we? We are Eden's within us. And I just love that. And the language you were using, so obviously ascending or descending from the with the mind into the heart as well so that where god is where yes. we can begin to engage into his presence in reality i just i thought that was just profound language such brilliant visual language is that something you do as well every day do you, you you're engaging by going within every it's that every that revelation day. changes everything doesn't it when you realize it's it out there it. one day he's within not right now and always so it's every day sometimes multiple yeah. times a day because it, it's not hard yeah it's, it's very very simple and the, and then the reality that we know we're new creations in christ we know we are the temple of the living god 
but to to embrace the language of the scriptures yeah. that really reveal the fact that we are outposts of Eden. This is where the living God dwells. We get to walk with him in the cool of the day. And then you yeah. can picture it. You know, these yeah. all these little Edens, millions yeah. and millions all over the world, bringing his kingdom. And when you taste, when you drink of him, yeah, it changes you. Yeah, transforms you. And then oh. you become carriers of his overflowing presence and life-transforming love because you're living from there, right? It and does, it's just it you, you taste this and you're room for anything else. I know the Lord, you were saying the Lord's been talking to you a lot about the Father's love and that's something you're carrying deeply at the moment. Yeah. So where are you at the moment in him? What's okay, going on? So where I have been marinating my heart is in it's John 15, 9. I don't have a scripture in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it is where Jesus says, as the father has loved me, so have I loved you. Okay, these are just five simple words. So have I loved you. That I think in my walk, I have erected kind of a firewall between me and understanding the scripture, kind of to to shield me from the radiance and the heat of those five little words that he says. Because I think, surely surely the the love for one who was ultimately worthy from one who was ultimately holy the love that the divine shares he doesn't mean that is the same love that he loves with us i think i have minimized it i have um and maybe not all of that is bad maybe some of that is the humility of you know get away from me, Lord, I'm a sinner, but that's not how he looks at us. And that's not what he says. So, so to let scripture interpret scripture, how, how does Jesus love us? How does the father love us really? And what's been so fun, Liz, has been to compare scriptures of where you hear how the father loves the son and then what he says about us. And, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have it all in front of me, but you, but look it up. Like um, he's glorified. Jesus is glorified. He's glorified us. He he tells the son all, all that he's doing. And Jesus only does what the father shows him. Jesus has called us friends and he's telling us everything that the father has loved the son. And, the, and then Jesus says, so, so have I loved you like that or, or the fact that he withholds nothing from us. Yeah. I used to think, why, why are those old Testament stories? Like, um, was it Herod who his stepdaughter was dancing? You have stories where the king goes up to half my kingdom. I will give you. And you go, what? If you give him half your kingdom, you're, you're equal with you now. Like, why Mm -hmm. would you do that? Well, I think it's in contrast because God says, I give you my whole kingdom. Yeah. You are co-heirs. I'm withholding nothing from yeah you. it's it's mind-blowing isn't it it's just mind-blowing i know i sit in these truths as well <laughs> just sit in the like yeah yeah <laughs> mind blown and and it's the reality and he's enabling us to wake up to receive and walk in these truths now isn't he more and more and more awakening to who we are in christ and to his love yes i think like that you you were sharing stories about um 
there was one young church leader that I was listening when you were on the IMC and you were talking about how he'd been radically healed from massive abuse through experiencing going into this, you helping him step into this kind of experience where he's back in the garden, he's in Eden within his own heart and boom, he's experiencing that love of God that is the solution to trauma, anything any of us have ever gone through. Will you share what happened? Because I just thought that was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I love your stories of how you affect people. This was a gathering from um, uh, 15 different countries. And this one particular man is, is the head of the largest ministry in this particular country. And he was trying to do it right reading his the scripture, marinating it, doing his Bible studies, doing what he knew to be good. Yeah. But he was hurting. Things had happened in his life and in his circumstances and traumatic events where he was just, he wasn't even hanging on by a thread anymore. He was just trying to go through the motions and not knowing what was wrong with him. So we had a time of prayer and in that time of prayer, he descended into his heart. He he sunk into the indwelling presence of Christ within, met with him in his outpost of Eden. And Liz, when he went in, it didn't look like Eden. It wasn't lush and green. It looked like a barren landscape. It was desert and it was cracked. And he he knew he was holding something, but he didn't know what it was. But Jesus suddenly blew on it and and he dropped this huge, huge sack of sand. And he knew it was his trauma. He knew it was his pain, his wounds, his agony, everything that he was carrying. And that sand went out and it spread over the desert and it filled in every single crack. And he dramatically knew that's done. I am not Mm. carrying that anymore. He actually went down in his time with God on his knees and tried to see if he could scratch any of the sand up out of between the cracks and he couldn't do it. It was stuck. One of the most beautiful things was, and he knew he was free. He was changed. He he practiced again and he went into the garden and to that total landscape and it was covered with fresh grass. Wow. Wow. And he experienced the freedom. freedom. He is a changed man. His countenance is different. He has hope. He is not carrying this. He knows that he is seen and that he is loved. He is held. He is more than okay. Yeah. Wow. Just one, one encounter, one encounter and all that pain gone. Okay. I know people listening now are going to go, I want that. How did he get there? How did he get there? Will you take us in, in the way that you guide people in? So for you guys, whatever you need, Jesus is the answer, right? So whatever trauma you've gone through, whatever difficulty you're facing, Jesus is the answer and he is within us. He's accessible as we know. And he wants to open up deeper levels of himself to you right now, whether you've never seen him or whether you have, you are regularly experiencing his love. There's always more right in every parched and barren and frozen part of our lives. At the moment, he's just melting it away. He's melting away and and breathing his love in afresh because he's bringing us all forth, flourishing in this hour, in the midst of all the turmoil. So, Will you lead us in? 
Absolutely. I can if, feel the eagerness of Jesus. Yeah, I can too. Speak yeah. to you, beloveds. So I'm going to ask that if you're driving, just, just put this on pause. Wait till you have a little moment because I don't want you driving off the road. But <laughs> right now, we're just going to settle in. And we ask, we ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would guide us, that you would lead us, that you would help us to encounter the indwelling Christ in this moment, in the depth of our being, in our hearts, where he lives. We are the temple of the living God. Our heart is the holy of holies. We are outposts of Eden. So right now, we just want to take some breaths. Friends, just settle in, like begin to let go. Jesus, I, I just pray with you. I'll pray in the first person so you can pray with me. Jesus, I give everything and everyone to you, God. I give that situation. I give you that person. I give you this pain. I give you this hope. I give you everything. I give everything and everyone to you. And friends, I want you just to envision what you are carrying, those you care for and handing them over to the magnificent, capable, trustworthy hands of our God. In this moment, just give them to him. And Jesus, I, I want to encounter you. I want to meet with you. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would escort us into the garden of our hearts that we might meet with the lover of our souls. So we take this moment and we sink into your presence. We fix our attention on you, Jesus, returning the gaze of our heart unto the one who spent it all to save us because he loves us. Turn your gaze to Jesus. Holy Spirit, help us. Let's begin to feel the reality that you are embraced by the ocean of love that pours from his heart. You are embedded into his very being. You are surrounded and engulfed by love. Just go ahead and feel that. And Jesus, we pray that you would show us the garden of our heart. We pray that you would open up the eyes of our heart, that we could see. And this will be very particular to you, friends. We cleanse our imagination with the blood of Jesus and know that you are not making this up. This is a real place that Jesus wants to take you and show you where he dwells. And he wants to meet with you and commune with you and minister to you. So yes, God, we come, we ask you. And in this place, we say, we love you. We love you, Jesus. We love you. In the place of everything we're feeling and seeing or not seeing, we love you. So friends, just walk in. Jesus is there with you. He is so eager to meet with you. He loves you so much. His gaze is locked on yours. He is smiling. He's full of compassion and mercy. And he takes your hand and he's going to escort you deeper into the garden of your heart. And I encourage you now, look around. Look around. 
It's particular to you. It's what you love. It's yours with him, your sacred space. Just look around. Look again at him. Jesus, I ask on behalf of your beloved that you would speak to him or her, that their ears would be opened as one being taught, that you would speak, that they would hear, that they would feel your love surrounding them now, that the eyes of their heart be flooded with light, that they see and feel and experience your shalom presence. Friends, what do you hear him saying? What are you feeling? Tune in. Now love him back. Just respond in love. Whatever it is, whatever it is, just love him. I love you, Jesus. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for rescuing me. Thank you that you are the one who holds all things together and you hold me. Thank you that you are working all things together for my good. Thank you that you planned on me before there was time. Oh, Jesus, we receive your love. We receive your gaze. We receive your beauty. We ask you would continually and increasingly beautify our hearts. We long to meet with you. So in this last few moments, is there anything you want to show us, Jesus? Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Jesus, we receive the treasures that you have for us, and you know we are made for more. We want to know you deeply, experience you profoundly, and so we will meet with you regularly where you tell us to come. Come to me. Come up here. Come and drink. You want fellowship with us. We long for it with you. We love you. So friends, just wherever you're at, just give him one last look, knowing that you he's right here. He's not going anywhere. But bring your attention back into the room where you're sitting, where you're listening, where you're loving him, knowing that you carry him within, and encountering him within is available to you 24-7 for the rest of your life. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. What I was seeing was um, Jesus taking many of us to, the, to sit by a pool oh. in heaven beautiful besides still waters you know like it says in psalm 23 besides still waters into those green pastures into a place of fresh peace and rest to restore our souls and so i i know that that's a part of you will have been showing you all different things you know different that are unique to your heart but that's what he was showing me as part of what he was doing he's restoring yes. your soul right now and then the pool while you were sitting by the pool there was revelation light 
being released from the Lord's heart to each one's heart, revealing more truth, life-transforming truth about who you are and his love, how much he loves you. The experience of his love was moving from his heart to your heart. And I can feel it even now. I mean, just Whew, I feel his presence so strongly. It's like there's wave after wave. Just receive it. Like breathe him in holy. He's just, he doesn't want to go anywhere. He's like right here with us and right. You've engaged him, right? You've been through what? Thank you so much, Stacey. I mean, honestly, just just taking us in like that, giving you that language, guys, just it's, it's so helpful. It's so simple. We just, right? You were just turning the gaze of our heart in. And as we're engaging him, I can feel like you were saying earlier, so you could feel the delight of the Lord's heart to fellowship with us. He longs to be known by us and he longs to take us deeper and longs for us to resensitize us and, and heal those soul wounds and heal those frozen places and just, and he's doing it. So just, you know, just as we're finishing our time together today, just stay with him. And then the final thing I just wanted to share from what I was experiencing was I saw as we were sitting there, as you were sitting there with Jesus in this new place of healing, he was touching people's legs, restoring your walk restoring isn't that beautiful it's healing healing bodies but also healing your walk restoring your walk reinvigorating Mm. your walk with him giving Mm. you fresh strength for the journey Mm. holy Mm. wow wow can i tell you what i saw too yeah no please do many people many people saw this i um jesus was there but he brought his horse this Mm. gorgeous horse and what he's saying is many adventures await. There are some people oh, that feel people. like they're done or it's over. And the answer is, no, it's not. This He's ride with me. He's saying, I have so much more to do with you in partnership, beloved. So I loved that. Oh my gosh, that's so powerful. So powerful. Isn't it amazing? Like you can feel, can't you, at the moment, how Jesus is consuming our attention, consuming our hearts in the middle of the noise in the world. Because as we become coherent on the inside, you know, our hearts and our minds just sync up with his heart and his mind, his thoughts. And we're being increasingly consumed by his presence, engulfed Mm. and enveloped and flooded with and sensitized to I believe that's what's going to start to change the world because we'll be so full of peace and yes. stillness and yes. and authentic experience and strength that we will find ourselves effortlessly shining Jesus and bathing the people that we meet, the places that we go with his presence, with peace and sort of start to dissolve the chaos and the storms that we find ourselves in and we walk into, right? It's just- absolutely. And it's so attractive. People, yeah. it's a magnet to people. What? Yeah. Who is this? Who are you? How do you? How are you living and emitting this? And then they get to know this Jesus, who we love. Yeah, wow. yeah, I love that. He is his presence is a magnet, isn't it? He draws us to himself. And when we, like Stacy was just leading us in, then you, as you turn your attention into him, he does his presence draws us as a magnet mm-hmm. back into re-engaging his presence within us. Oh, I love it. It's just I could talk to you forever, so all day, all day. Chat, chat, <laughs> Jesus, encounter Jesus. 
yeah be healed yeah. be transformed but yes he wants more. us cons- there's always more isn't there and at the moment it's the safest place it's the wisest thing we can do you can feel the longing of his heart he's saying come up here i am the solution don't faint with fear don't be overwhelmed you're not stuck forever i am going to i am the author of the story i am going to be glorified in the midst of these situations that you face and the world at large and the earth is his and everything in it and it all wraps up into conformity with the counsel of his will so don't let the enemy overwhelm you with fear because mm-hmm. Jesus is writing the story of your life and the world at large. So, and this is how you re-engage with it every day, mm-hmm. every day, engage with, re-engage with him. Oh my gosh, two seconds. Is there anything else that you want to share or pray or just as we finish? Oh, just, just again, for you, beloved, the revelation of his love, that this is not too hard, that this is for you. This isn't for the few. This is for you. Yeah. And what you said, Liz, put that on repeat, play it again. That's life and truth. Yeah, yeah, it's it is. He he is life and truth. He's amazing. He's amazing, and your life is blessed. It is blessed. You are blessed. You've been chosen by the King to be His home, to be His Eden, to be His Eden. Yes, an outpost of Eden in the earth. <laughs> I love that. I'm so stealing that phrase. I good. love it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great to be with you, Stacy. We love you. you. Thank you for I your time. You. And guys, fam, thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Have the most fantastic week going from glory to glory, deeper and deeper encounters with Jesus. And I look forward to being with you again next Monday. God bless. We have made warfare so complicated, but it's not. We've been in the mindset quite largely of a big God and a big enemy, but we don't have a big enemy. Our enemy was created by God and he is now defeated. And because of that, we don't live for victory, we live from victory. Armchair Warfare is all about learning how to live victoriously from the internal seat of rest. You're not just going to learn truths in this course, you're going to be empowered to walk in the fullness of your identity and your authority. You are going to walk in the revelation of who Jesus is as King and that as King, He now resides inside of you. When Jesus said on the cross, it is finished, He birthed a new creation. Through this course, you are going to enter into the experience of that as your reality.